now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe, your host every week, bringing you tips, education, and information on home-related matters. Whether you're in the real estate market or if you're looking for decorating or improvement ideas for your home, this is the right place to be. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellez from uh, in, he's an insurance advisor from Westland Insurance, operating as Island Savings Insurance. The Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wells and estates, corporate and personal injury needs. And Shoreline Inspections, Reese Jacob and Monica Gass. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give these guys a call. The whole Home Show team members would love to hear from you. Uh, and I can help you too. I've been selling real estate here in Greater Victoria for 29 years. I'm a uh, rare born and raised Victorian. I've never left here. I love our town. I'm a huge community supporter. And I've helped hundreds of people with their real estate purchases and sales over the years. So I could help you as well, too. You can find me and the rest of the CFAX Whole Home Show team member contact information on our page on the CFAX1070.com website. Look under shows. There you'll find us, the Whole Home Show, with me, Tony Joe. All of their contact information is there along with mine. Or you can visit the Prime Real Estate team. That's my team, primeteam.ca. Today, we're going to be talking about a number of things. Our guests are Ryan Peterson with Aqua Irrigation, and also Scott and Todd Harlow from EnviroGleam Chemical-Free Pressure Washing, talking about a lot of great stuff and hopefully going to give you guys a lot of great tips and ideas about things that you should do around your home. Well, you know, hey, let's face it, we're all wanting to make our home uh, as amazing as it can be and uh, these gentlemen today will be helping us out we always start with our show with a weekly uh, listener question if you have a question or a story to tell us about real estate give us a call our number is 250-414-6540 that's 250-414-6540 or again find us online cfax1070.com and we'll discuss it on air from sylvie sylvie's question is uh, when looking at a pre-sale or brand new development, should I have my own realtor? Uh, glad you brought that up, Sylvia. Of course, Victoria, uh, when you look at it, go downtown. It's becoming a lot taller nowadays. There's construction cranes all over the place. Uh, it's amazing what's happened to our town. We're at 400,000 people population-wise right now. The city continues to grow. I mean, I remember not that long ago we were at 325 or 340,000 people. Now uh, we're just this little metropolitan area. Of course, the biggest difficulty is geographically we've got no expansion space. So that's the reason why we're going upwards. We're surrounded by water on three sides. We've got the Malahat on the fourth. Uh, Victoria remains this place that people want to come to. Uh, people come here out of choice. Um, when people are relocated here work-wise, they often take a pay cut because, of course, they know that the lifestyle here is so fantastic. We're very fortunate to be here. Uh, but it means there's a lot more new developments, not only in the high-rise condos. We look at areas like the West Shore where there's a lot of it development going on out there. What happens, of course, is the developers have 
show homes. They've got, uh, they demonstrate, you know, what the uh, floor plans will be, what the layouts are going to be, exactly what the offering is going to be. And as a consumer, you know, you're thinking of buying, you're thinking of moving. Uh, yeah, it's great to go through these open houses. You want to check them out. You want to see what they're all about. Uh, great question, though, Sylvie. So if you want to take the next step and you want to buy one of these, should you call your agent? You see, every once in a while, uh, we hear from past clients or other agents report to us uh, that their client went directly through the developer. And of course you could. That's an option that you could do. But one of the things that people often are sort of misinformed about is the thought that maybe if they go to the developer directly, the deal might be different. Maybe they can get the property for cheaper. Maybe it's easier. Um, any of these things. And the reality is there actually is generally no difference. The biggest difference being if you go to the developer directly, then you are lacking representation. You're not getting a real estate professional representing your best interest. Now, with developments, they often have their own contracts of purchase and sale. So most people know that our provincial um, association, the British Columbia Real Estate Association, has prescribed forms. A lot of people are familiar with the contract of purchase and sale, uh, clauses that we typically use. When a developer has their own development for sale, they get their solicitor to put together a usually very sizable document that, of course, protects all of their own best interest. And this is an area where you're going to need your real estate agent to not only translate that for you, but to make sure that everything stated in the contract is to your best interest as well, too. You know, one of the things that people often ask us about is deposits, because typically a deposit is held in trust with the buyer's real estate agent. With the developer, though, they almost always expected a deposit to be placed in the developer's lawyer's trust account. What does that mean? right? These are questions that you should ask your representative because another thing that is different is, we brought this up on the show before many times before, in June of 2018, the Real Estate Council of British Columbia enacted new rules where licensees are no longer able to represent both the buyer and the seller in a transaction. No more limited dual agency. So in other words, if you walk into the developer's show suite, uh, the real estate agent who's representing the developer cannot give you any form of representation, they all they can do is basically help you fill out the form that has the price uh, and any other small little details there. You are on your own representation-wise. So uh, just dialing it back a little bit here, what difference does that make to you? Will you get the place for cheaper? Well, most people find out that they won't. And like I said, all that they're missing out on is representation. So the answer to your question, Sylvie, is yes, by all means, call your own agent. Uh, when you actually think about it this way, any savings that occurs because there is not a real estate agent representing you, the savings goes directly to the developer. So the developer actually ends up netting more out of that sale, depending on what sort of arrangement they have with their marketing team. Um, but the bottom line here is money aside, you know, again, equal, even Steven, equal dollars, what you're lacking is representation because the agent that you have that represents you ends up getting, their brokers ends up getting paid by the developer anyways. So really that's the win-win for you. And we would highly suggest or recommend that if this is the case for any of our listeners looking at new development, get your own representation. You want to make sure that you're making the right purchase. Because you see, there's another question too. Uh, I had this question posed to me just a couple of weeks ago at a new development. Is this the right place to buy? What's the resale going to be like? 
What are the drawbacks? Now, you see, you ask those questions of the developer's agent. The developer's agent is required to look after the developer. And, of course, they're going to say, oh, my goodness, it's fantastic. It's great. Uh, don't worry about the highway right next door, you know, or the new development, uh, the the industrial development that's going next door. Of course, those are things um, that aren't necessarily brought up when they are representing the developer. So food for thought, things to know about. Um, by all means, call your trusted agent. If you have someone that you've been working with, maybe even somebody who's been giving you advice all this time, leading you to where you're at right now, by all means, give them a call. Let them earn their keep. That really is most important. Thanks again, Sylvie, for your message. And for anyone else, give us a call. 250-414-6540 or go to the website cfax1070.com and we will discuss your question on the air. By the way, if you're a podcast listener, we are on iTunes or Google Play and all of our episodes are there. So much great information over the course of the last well, it's over three years now. It's a long time. Uh, even I learn when I listen back at some of the old episodes. Uh, we're going to take a break in just a moment, but I would like to tell you guys a story. January 31st, the big one came. Uh, hopefully, or I shouldn't say hopefully because I know many people got hit by this. My basement flooded. At a basement flood, I, uh, our, uh, we had about four and a half, five inches of water, rainwater, came into my basement. I have been in my house for 13 years, have never had a drainage issue. It's a newer house. Uh, in fact, I did the exterior of the house uh, last year, a year and a half. All my drain tiles are new. And I had this uh, uh, flooding in the basement. The reason why I'm bringing this up to you guys right now is we all learn things. I'm going through this, exper ex this experience as a consumer, dealing with a uh, remediation company, restoration company, moving company, my insurance. Uh, my goodness, there's a lot to know. And I have invited the restoration company. They're going to be our guest in a couple of weeks' time uh, because anyone else here who uh, is dealing with this uh, man, insurance, it's one of those things. You're happy when you have it, and some people don't. Uh, it is a very small price to pay. And, of course, our friends at Westland Insurance, operating as Island Savings Insurance, have been saying this month after month after month. But, oh, my goodness, um, it's been a good experience for us so far. It's No question, it's been a hassle. Nobody's got the time to go through this kind of stuff. But when an, um, an issue happens out there that is beyond your control, you want to know who takes care of you, and uh, like I said, I'll have those guys on in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, hopefully, uh, our listeners here have not bumped into the same situation uh, as I did at that time, but, uh, you know, that's just life. That's what makes things interesting. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be talking about irrigation around your home with Ryan Peterson at Aqua Irrigation. Back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi, everyone. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We are talking right now with Ryan Peterson. Ryan is with Aqua uh, Irrigating? Uh, Aqua Irrigation. It, Aqua Irrigation. Uh, Ryan, thanks for coming. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So tell us about what you guys do. Um, primarily, we look after residential uh, commercial irrigation systems. Mm -hmm. um, we do landscape lighting as well. Um, any installs, any repairs, anything that works, um, or you need a hand. We do upgrades as well. Um, lots of water saving techniques, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it just we basically cover everything irrigation related. 
Well, Victoria is the right town for this because uh, unlike most other places in the country that are covered by snow for two or three or six months out of the year, um, we're, we're pretty good year-round, right? We are, yeah. For the most part, um, it gets really dry come summertime, yep. um, and it really does help to have a system to go out there just to kind of help offset um, the water that you're going to get. Um, springtime, usually you don't have to turn on your systems till you know, later on and uh, May most times, uh, we start doing our startups uh, towards the end of February. So we can come by, turn on the water to your systems, um, check out the whole thing, do any necessary repairs. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't have to have that controller turned on, so it doesn't actually have to physically work at that point. Uh, and then you just turn the controller on when you're ready to go. Yeah. Um, but it, if you can get a startup done nice and early, like again, end of February kind of thing, um, that's just going to beat that mad rush that comes in later in like April and May. <laughs> Everyone wants you. Everybody wants you there, and yeah. everybody wants you there tomorrow. Okay. Um, so we try to fill in as many people as we can early on just to help offset that rush that's going to be coming in later. Okay, so the, the, the fact that startups are important brings us to the point that people should also prepare their systems for the wintertime, right? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. So um, going back a step here, what do people need to do thinking about it uh, for next winter when winter comes? Well, winter comes, um, we end up doing our winterizing. We generally start uh, beginning of October. Um, we do get some people at the end of September, mm -hmm. um, but primarily everything starts October, pretty much October 1st, and we go all the way through till about the end and middle of November. Um, we have a lot of uh, a lot of people to look after. So getting, again, getting your spot booked in early. Um, if we know, we know winter's coming. It comes every year. <laughs> it's not it's, a surprise when it yeah. hits. Um, so again, calling in before October, yeah. before November, um, really makes things easy for yourself and for the company for on our side as well. Okay. So um, the winterizing process, what happens there? Uh, winterizing process, we come by, we have um, large compressors that we tow behind the truck. Air van. compressor, yeah. Yeah, air comp compressed air is all it really is. Um, yeah. So we'll turn off the water, uh, and there's usually a, a blowout, which we hook up to just a little tap that's after the shutoff, mm -hmm. uh, where the main shutoff is for the water, for just the irrigation system. You don't turn off your house water for anything. Um, and then we'll hook up the air compressor to that, and we'll blow through uh, compressed air through the whole system. So instead of using water when you run the system, um, we just blow air through it all. Mm -hmm. uh, it just pushes out all the water that's, in, in the piping, um, and especially the pop-ups, like the little, the things Sprinkler that pop heads. up out of the ground. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people think that, you know, the pipes are buried, so it's probably not going to freeze. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but quite honestly, I've done this a long time. I've been, I've been doing this 12 years now. Um, and there's so many times where you get little pop-ups that are actually like right at ground level. Those are the things that will freeze. Mm -hmm. Um, usually the piping is fine. Um, if you have any exposed pipes, um, like coming off of a tap of the house, like the side of the house. Sure. Um, those have to be turned off and they have to be, um, have to be blown out for sure. Cause those of course, the, will the, freeze. Yeah. The biggest thing is if there's water in the system and yes. it freezes, then what happens? You'll end up with pipes that look like spaghetti. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. I've, I've had that happen one time down at Beacon Hill, mm -hmm. um, down right by, uh, the Beacon Hill drive-in. Um, there was one lady, she had her taps were on the outside of her house um, and it kind of came as a surprise that, you know, we got a cold snap in November, um, and her main line ended up, and she had it turned on, um, she had her main line freeze, and her entire front yard was like a skating rink. Yeah. 
and it was just all over across the sidewalk. Yeah, because basically the expanding uh, water as it turns to ice cracks the pipes yeah. and then there's leakage so she would have had uh, leaking water out there oh, which yeah. eventually it, froze right exactly and and with the pressure that if you have like your tap turned on and all of a sudden it gets cold enough where the pipes are going to snap and freeze yeah um you're just going to have that water rushing out until you wake up in the morning you know five o'clock in the morning yeah or six o'clock you, you know your water has been running for a couple hours already just flooding the entire yard so yeah. it has definitely happened before um but for the most part, it's just a preventative maintenance thing. It's like getting an oil change on your car. Yeah, it's quick, right? It's quick and easy. Yeah, generally process. speaking, it's probably about 15, 20 minutes to get yeah. done. Not long at all. Yeah. Um, but it's like an oil change. I mean, if you want to take that time to get preventative maintenance on your on your system, it's not going to just be fine by itself. All yeah, because the time what, what do people pay for a winterizing? Uh, Depends, I'm sure. But. Yeah, generally it, it's about I think it's eighty six dollars. Yeah, um, plus tax, so it works. Small out to price to pay, right? Because if you don't and you end up yeah. having this trouble, then you then they call you back to Definitely. redo part of their system, right? Yeah, and our winterizing is actually uh, fully warrantied too. So mm-hmm. if when we do the winterizing, if something doesn't you know, if something breaks over the winter time and we had done the winterizing, uh, we'll we'll guarantee that nothing will will happen. Basically, if it does, then we replace parts for free. So, uh, we do offer that protection for for people that we do get the job done properly. Great. We're talking with Ryan Peterson from Aqua Irrigation. Uh, yeah, so important to maintain that system. But Definitely. moving forward, now uh, systems are getting reactivated. Yeah. Um, are, is there anything that people need to be mindful of as far as uh, the maintenance of their systems? I'm pretty much looking for any leaks um, and wasted water. Um, yeah, because that's just money going out the door. Right? It is. Uh, yeah, and you pay a lot for it, quite yeah. honestly. Um, water rates go up, and even though people cut back on the amount that they use for watering, their rates still stay the same, or they even go up sometimes. Yeah. Um, so people get concerned that they might have a leak. Uh, even when they don't, they just, if yeah, you really, really have to look at your volume usage. Um, I found for people when they're looking at their water bill and they go, I've been wasting so much water somewhere. Um, but if you go and you look back on your volume usage, as opposed to the amount that you're paying for your bill, um, you may not be using more water. It's just the fact that the prices have gone up. So, um, we go in and we try to save every penny that we can. Um, making sure that all the water is, is hitting where it needs to be. And it's kind of easy enough to find, because like if you've got pooling like on an area of grass, uh, yeah. then you kind of know there's a leak going on there somewhere. Yeah, I mean, you can get the really easy breaks that are super easy to find. Your your ground starts blowing up like a balloon yeah. um, with the water that's there. Uh, other times it can be a lot more subtle where just nozzles might need to be tweaked and not hitting onto the house or... Uh, not going onto the sidewalk quite so much, um, yeah. which is something that uh, we make sure that we we check all those little. Oh, things. Okay, good reminder too, because you know what, we go to houses all the time, and we you can tell when the house is being watered. You know, like yes. that sprinkler heads are hitting the stucco. Yeah. Right, and this is something that you guys obviously do as well. You adjust those sprinkler heads. Oh and, yeah. And yeah. Yeah, a lot of the time you'll find where you can have uh, like paint washed off, or um, especially along fences too, where they'll have the fencing along the edges, and you have sprinklers along the edge, uh, but they blast back into the fence and you've got like this really nasty looking arc that's yeah. uh, across your fence. Yeah. Um, and that's They're the, watering the fence basically. Exactly. And yeah. it's such a simple, easy change that um, we can have that done in a heartbeat and you're not wasting water because uh, you're going to get all that water is now pulling down from that fence and you're going to have pooling along the lawn, yeah. um, but you're also damaging your fence and that's the real cost costly thing. The shame that I see, actually I'm thinking of a house right now where the the, um, 
carriage house in the back yeah. was getting watered, but then there was a dry spot right in front of it. So really, yeah. it was just a matter of readjusting the head. And it, it you know. Yeah, you kind of just need to angle. Th- you really need to go along and check every single spray, every single head, every single little thing, um, just to make sure that water that you're paying for is going where it's needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't forget, plants grow up too. Um, so oh, yeah. where you might have the, the heather one year, um, and Heather's notorious for, for just blocking things. Um, but your plants will end up growing down. They'll might overhang on front of your on front of your sprays. Yeah. Um, so that will cause both a wet area because now it's hitting the branches and it's falling down, causing a wet spot. But also that water's not going out like 20 where feet where it should be. So you're going to have a dry spot. Oh, goodness. And so you get a mixture of both things. Well, listen, uh, we need to take a quick break here. Uh, we're going to get you right back. But before we leave, uh, people need to reach Aqua Irrigation. How, do they, how can they do that? Uh, you can give the office a phone call, uh, 250-652-9293. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on the web also, uh, aquairrigation.com. Uh, I end up uh, doing a lot of the social media stuff too. Um, so you, Amazing. Yeah. I'm okay. Multifaceted. Uh, uh, you can check us out. We have an Instagram channel. Yeah. Uh, Aqua Irrigation. And we have Twitter and also on Facebook as well. Awesome. Well, like I said, don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come right back with Ryan Peterson at Aqua Irrigation. Back in a moment. Now, the whole home show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers from uh, Westland Insurance, operating as Island Savings Insurance. He's an insurance advisor there. The Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Shoreline's, Shoreline Inspections with Reese Jacob and Monica Gass. If you need help or direction in any of these areas with your real estate transaction, give our guys a call. Mortgage broker, home insurance, lawyers, and uh, building inspectors, they are amazing. They would love to hear from you. You can find their contact information and mine as well, too, on our page on the cfax1070.com website. We'd be happy to help you. Uh, before the break, we were chatting with Ryan Peterson from Aqua Irrigation, talking about uh, what well, we talked about, getting your sprinkler systems winterized, also getting them back up and running again. We've got more to talk about. So, again, Ryan, thanks for coming. Yeah, you're very welcome. Thank you. Uh, before the break, we were talking about the uh, getting your system back and running again. You talked about how uh, in the springtime people start uh, uh, getting their systems back active again. You know, one of the things that I find is that it's almost like people – wait too long to get their sprinkler systems going it's almost like they wait until the grass starts getting dried out yeah and they it's almost like there's this thought that when the grass is bone dry yeah that watering it will all of a sudden turn it green <laughs> yeah unfortunately that doesn't happen yes <laughs> yeah uh, no, it's nice to get it on, uh, obviously, earlier than later. Um, if you wait till it's too late, uh, it does take time for, obviously, that, that the, the grass to heal from, from being Scorched. dry and burnt and everything, exactly. Yeah. Um, not only that, it, it's the soil itself. Um, it can actually take a lot longer for it. It's almost like a sponge, right? Yeah. Um, you want to keep the, the ground moist um, and don't wait till it turns into clay because um, it takes so long for it to, to come back essentially so sure um, and the plants too i mean um, not only your grass but the plants uh the flowers really like to have continual water all the time um so you don't want to wait till they're dying and then decide to turn the water on then it really does depend obviously where you live and what kind of soil type you have and 
uh, when you want to turn it on. But usually by you know April, May is a good time to have it turned on for sure. But we do our startups very early. We try to get in uh, as many people as possible. So phoning early and instead of waiting until it gets to be very late, mm-hmm. uh, I encourage everybody to phone as soon as you can because that time at least book you in book you guys in exactly time's going to come when you want it on um and we've got time to put it on now so um we'll check it all out you'll turn turn the yeah we're done with the snow right yeah yeah (laughs) i'd I'd like to hope so never know around here yeah um but yeah we can do startups early uh keep the controller turned off so that it doesn't physically run yep Um, but it is ready to go all you have to do is turn it on and you know that all the so one of the other things too i guess when you're doing your startup process you can identify if there's leaks that are there yes and and deal with them right there and then exactly yeah that's the whole thing with the startup is that we come fully prepared um we have our vans fully stocked of everything um and if you do have that problem where you know it might be uh we try to book in, you know, a good hour, hour and a half for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it turns out you do have a more serious problem, which does definitely happen, uh, and if we need to make that return visit, it might be another week or two before we can come back to, to spend that time. So Got it. identifying a, a big problem early is key because you don't want to have to wait another you know a couple of weeks before we can come back to finish it up yeah. um, but generally speaking we've got everything that we need and we can be in and out within about an hour hour and a half okay i just thought of something else as well too you know happens a lot when people move into a home and they're not familiar with it. it's a brand new home well new to new to them, new anyways, to them right? yeah. uh, and one of the things that comes up often is uh, you know how do we operate the sprinkler system what does it cover you know where what's the um what are the zones and things yep, like that? Definitely. Uh, and normally, the prior owner actually had no idea themselves. It's not like there's man. People don't draw out manuals. No. Of their of their zones and all that stuff. No. And uh, surely these are things that you could help people identify, right? Definitely. Yeah. Um, the thing is, that if you have a new homeowner and they want to know more about their system, um, we can usually do that. Uh, from the outside of nobody's home. Yep. Um, but if you are home, especially if you're a new homeowner, you really want to know where those areas are. Um, and we can draw little maps if you need to know. Fantastic. Uh, for the most part, you can usually just write down what areas they do, like left lawn, front beds, back, you know, back yeah. hedge or whatever. Um, so you don't really need to have a map per se, like especially where all the piping and stuff is. Um, but uh, everybody should have a schedule to say, you know, what areas or what, what zones do what area, yeah. how long they come on for, and then you can adjust during the year. Um, if you find that one area is too dry, you know where you're starting from for even for next year. Yeah. If you have 15 minutes on your bed zones and it's too much, bring it down to 10, try that out, um, and see what happens for, for previous years or just later on in the season. Fantastic. Uh, and, you know, the other thing, too, sometimes people are, are concerned because they, they they feel that the sprinkler system needs a lot of water. And, of course, you can set timers. So, um, uh, oh, and the other thing I find amazing is seeing people watering in the morning yeah. when the dew is still out on the grass. Yeah. Right. Or it's, late at night it's, uh, when yeah. it's when the water's evaporating. Right? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Um, there's there's definitely different schools of thoughts as to when to water. Yeah. Um, CRD does have regulations on that, though, so you do have to stay within their boundaries. Um, depending on your address, either uh, even or odd, um, you're really only allowed to water your lawn twice a week. Yep. Um, so, Which is generally okay, right? That's all you need. Yeah, definitely. Right. You don't need to do it any more than that. Um, but uh, some people will prefer to do it at nighttime. Um, but for the most part, you should pretty much start it uh, in the morning. Okay. Uh, early, early in the morning. Four o'clock is when you can start. Oh, amazing. Uh, it's between four and ten in the morning. Yeah. Uh, and then seven and ten at night. Yeah. Um, yeah, you would, you would use less water then. 
in the afternoon or at nighttime. Yeah, you're, yeah. yeah the water that you're getting is going to uh, be beneficial throughout the whole day. Um, you're not doing it at noon when it's scorching hot out. You're just going to, you know, all that water is going to be evaporated. You're going to lose a ton of water. Yeah. Um, nighttime, personally, I've found that it can kind of sometimes encourage moss uh, and slugs hmm. um, just because it stays damp for so long. So if you turn it on at like 8 o'clock, uh, it stays fairly cool during the night, and then it's going to stay nice and cool for the next, you know, 12 hours. Mm-hmm. So at that time, you can have uh, a lot of damp and dark kind of there, and, and that's usually where, where moss and, and the slugs like to come in. So. See, these are things that listeners need to know about. And, of course, if they want to learn more, they can call you. The number again is... They can, absolutely. Uh, you can give us a call at 250-652-9293. Yeah, um, and find and you on again, social media, right? Yep, social media. Uh, I'm the guy who's doing all the uh, Instagram stuff. Okay. Um, in, uh, we're on Instagram, uh, to Facebook, Twitter. Aqua Irrigation. Um, yeah, and also on our website, uh, aquairrigation.com. Great. And uh, really quickly, landscape lighting as well. That is yes. something you guys can handle. So installing lights and walkways, paths, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, now is the good time of the year for sure um, because it gets so dark quite early. Mm-hmm. Um, we usually really encourage getting uh, landscape lighting put in just for safety um, to see where steps are. And, and security, too. Um, you don't get a lot of people breaking into places that have Lights. lighting outside. Yeah. Um, There's so, nothing nicer than uh, lighted pathways. Uh, and yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. It, it can make you, you get the, the uh, benefit of having light from outside when, when, you're, when your lights come on. Um, you get to see your landscape that you've worked so hard for. Yeah. You get to see it at night, too. Yeah. So Instead you of get a little black. bit. Yeah, exactly. A little more. It looks fantastic. So um, it's all LED stuff. Uses very little power. Yeah. Um, so very, very simple to uh, have put in for you, too. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Ryan. Appreciate um, it. We're shifting over right now to our uh, guests, Scott and Todd Harlow. Uh, Scott and Todd are with EnviroGleam Chemical-Free Pressure Washing. Uh, both of you, thanks for coming. Thanks for having us, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Yeah. So um, tell us about what you guys do. We uh, specialize in chemical-free pressure washing. Uh, the reason why no chemicals, obviously, because of the um, protection of the environment, and hence the name, EnviroGleam, your property clean. Chemical-free pressure washing. Yeah. So now is the time uh, for people to start thinking about uh, planning for getting their their properties, their driveways, their walkways and everything uh, ready and good to go for spring and summer, right? Absolutely. This is the time. Uh, One of the things you guys were talking about earlier is the abundance of water. And, you know, we want to use that water now while uh, while there's a lot of it. Summertime, shortage of water, it's not the right time to pressure wash. Hey, that's a good point. Yeah. So if there's a water shortage, uh, there's not going to be much pressure washing out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in fact, there's conservation method, uh, um, conservation things that happen when because you never know. Right? right. Yeah, we don't want the CRD showing up and uh, shutting us down halfway through our job. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Um, we're going to take a break in just a moment here, but uh, and we'll have a nice long conversation afterwards. Uh, people need to find EnviroGleam, how can they do that? Uh, go ahead and give us a call for a free quote at 250-413-7418. Yep. Uh, go ahead and email EnviroGleamVictoria at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, and you can also check out our website, uh, EnviroGleam.com. Yeah, I'm looking at one of your brochures here. Lots of great before and after pictures. My goodness, so much to talk about. But we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. 
Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're having a conversation with EnviroGleam, the chemical-free pressure washing, washing service with uh, Scott and Todd Harlow. Uh, again, guys, thanks for coming. Hey, thank you again, Tony. Uh, before the break, we were talking about things like water conservation uh, efforts that happen uh, if it's a dry summer, which is the reason why if anyone's thinking about getting their driveways or walkways uh, clean, they might want to think about that early in the season, right? Yes, absolutely. And, you know, there's numerous reasons why you want to pressure wash your property, your home, and, you know, you being in the real estate industry, um, you know, the curb appeal of having your property clean mm-hmm. is certainly going to increase the value of your home. You know, you're spending a fraction of the amount of money on, uh, uh, on what it would cost to, um, or the commissions that you would pay out or the, the profit that, uh, that you'll make on your, on your home once it's, uh, once you sell it. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> um, some of the things that you want to do is, uh, is get rid of the grease, the mold, the moss, uh, you know, safety hazard, it's slippery, yeah. bird droppings, uh, those are acidic, um, and as I mentioned before, we don't use chemicals. Yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things. I, I feel that sometimes homeowners just get sort of uh, dulled or, or they get used to that mossy uh, walking path, that mossy driveway. And you brought up a great point, um, Scott, which is they're slippery too. Like it's it's dangerous sometimes, these driveways with a slope, right? Yeah, they are. Absolutely. Um, so really what we're talking about here is preparing. Like if someone is thinking about selling their home, uh, this is one of the things that we always recommend to people is get that driveway uh, power wash. Get the, the walking pass power wash because, you know, for some people it's like an indication of, well, if the owner doesn't take care of this, what else are they letting go exactly. sideways in the house? Yeah. I mean, right. you wouldn't sell your car dirty, would you? No. Yeah. Like without a wash. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, and absolutely not. You know, you can build that into the asking price. Yeah. You know, it's just basically um, reconditioning that uh, that you need to do to, to make your house more saleable. Now, so here's the thing, because you guys are professional. This is what you do. This is, this, is your, this is your trade in your profession. Every once in a while, we get people that say, well, you know what? We're just going to, whatever, rent a power washer or borrow, you know, a friend's power washer or something. There is scale involved in doing this, this task. That like, is a really good point. Yeah. Um, this is the fourth year that uh, we've been in business and it took a lot of time to get, you know, good at it. Um, 90% of the people that, that we do work for, Oh, I have a pressure washer mm-hmm. and it's sitting in their garage. It's either a, an old, you know, sort of pencil jet, uh, yep. machine that they've damaged their driveways with to hit the house. And, you know, we don't hire young kids to come in uh, and do the jobs for us. Uh, we do the jobs ourselves. Yep. Um, just because of that, um, the customer satisfaction, you know, is uh, is crucial. It's key to us. Uh, repeat and referral business is most of our Absolutely. business now, yeah. and um, you know, we want to make sure that the job is done right. Well, so for instance, I want to bring up one thing. You know, you 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 said an owner might have like an older power washer, or sometimes they have the the plug-in Fisher Price model. Absolutely, know? the the, the, the uh, pencil jet, and yes. they cause nothing but damage, or they take. 12 hours to do what we could well, do. waste in, of water probably. Three. Right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so here's the thing because you get driveways, for instance, you've got those, um, you've got seams in the driveway or, you know, cracks or whatever. People forget about the fact that if you don't know how to do it, you're applying a pressure jet to a crack in the concrete and all of a sudden you got concrete flinging all over the place and you've damaged your driveway. Sure. Or the asphalt driveways and you hit that asphalt driveway with a pencil jet and you can basically write your name with it. it it's, 
yeah. terrible for uh, for what it'll do. And it looks horrible afterwards. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we were talking earlier about uh, why us. And, you know, we've had, uh, you know, jobs that I've been to where I'd say, what happened here? Oh, we hired this X company, you know, I'm not going to mention uh, any names and they or had responded some to a flyer that was left at the right, you know right. the in the mailbox or something and right? they used the wrong jet and basically went right down to the rebar so oh no. yes y- it yeah. can cost we don't want to leave with a bill yep. we want to make sure that you're happy with the service that we give you so yeah, we're very very careful to not damage your plants your home your yeah. you know well, yeah, because that's another thing. You know, you think about a uh, like a pathway or something, and sometimes you know we see people who have a self power wash. They've done their own thing, and then you the path looks great, but then you see the side of the house where all of the um, uh, all of the spray has made an entire mess right. of the house and also the plants and the shrubs and all. Yeah, that, right? that's why we have five different jets as well as uh, I don't know if you've seen the big round. We looks like a. a a vacuum on the ground. It's a, mm-hmm. called a whirl away. It has two jets, and okay. you know we use that as well for areas that are, are more sensitive. Yeah, uh, for decks. Yes, um, you know we do everything from moss removal to the railings, the the unsightly mold that's on your house. You know, yeah, basically everything we get rid of. Um, and you know, again, it's it's amazing because these are things these are things that are not uh, necessarily indicators that the house hasn't been taken care of. Because, of course, it's outdoors, exposed to the elements. Uh, these things happen. But, uh, I mean, hey, it's pride of ownership. It's just sure, nice to be able sure to drive is. up to your home and have it gleaming. Right? And perception is everything. You yeah. know, when you're in, you know, if you're selling a house and, and the perception is that the, the house hasn't been looked after because the driveway in the house is, has mold and dirt on it, yep. may not be the case, but... Now maybe you're gonna receive a lower offer just due to the the fact that they think for sure they can steal it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just, it's just something that you guys could very simply have uh, have taken care of, right? Yeah, for sure. For you well, know, a few hours work, and it, and that's it's a really good point because the the way a house greets a potential buyer, right? Somebody walks up to the house, steps on the driveway, steps on the you know the stairs or the wherever. I mean, those are the initial. Uh, indicators. Right. right. Yeah. Now let's say that, well, I'm not selling my house. Why do I need to pressure wash? Um, yeah. Again, just curb appeal and, and uh, you know, how the house looks. Um, cleanliness. So I had a lady last year that uh, had me come and, and do all around her, her home and her pool deck because she was tired of her grandkids tracking the dirt in all the time. Well, you're not going to stop little kids from running into the house. So she just said, well, look, I got to get it all cleaned up. So. Yeah. So we did. Yeah, and it's just, and that's a safety uh, uh, issue as well too. You know, around the pool deck, absolutely. We want to make sure that surface is clean, right? De- definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, other services that you guys uh, provide here. Again, I'm I'm looking at the before and after pictures. Uh, interlock brick. That's another key one too, because people, um, you know, this can often be a uh, a messy proposition for people that don't know how to how to wash it right? can be and um also if the if the brick isn't sealed properly then they're going to end up you're going to blast away all the sand and have to you know reapply it yeah so we reset we, it yeah, right yeah, because when you when you blast the sand away and it all drains out all of a sudden you got this wavy uh, uh patio exactly right? you drive your car over it and and it's you know all over the place yeah so we'll use the whirl away in that case to uh you know and you're not going to have that uh, in your in your garage with your pencil jet uh, <laughs> machine. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just a pretty serious uh, piece of equipment. It looks like a big uh, floor uh, uh, polishing device kind of, right. right? Yeah, it's like yeah. a Zamboni for your driveway. Yeah, 
Yeah, and those are those are for special. It's specialized equipment that you it need is. for uh, specialized cleaning, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, we're talking with uh, Scott and Todd from EnviroGleam, uh, chemical-free power washing. Um, it never occurred to me that people use chemicals uh, uh, for power washing. Uh, wh- why was this even necessary? Like, I, I would assume that the high-pressured water was enough to do. Well, the it, yes, it should be. Yeah. But uh, if you don't want to take shortcuts. Um you can spray some of these chemicals on, leave them sit for a little bit, go around to the back of the house, put some more chemical on, and come and just rinse them off quickly. And, you know, the job is done much quicker. Yeah. You know, but the damage to the environment and to your plants and, and property is, it's there. Yeah. 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 No, it's uh, it's it's not a good thing introducing uh, chemicals into the uh, into the environment there. Jeez, um, just to try to make the job easier. Right. Hire a professional like you guys. No job too big, no job too small. What service area uh, do you guys cover? Uh, all of the greater Victoria. Okay. Yeah, and, and we have um, a lot of our clients are in um, Oak Bay, Uplands, yeah. um, Ten Mile Point, Broadmead. You know, a lot of areas where they have the tall trees, especially the Broadmead area, that uh, is really hit hard. Uh, yeah, because time. with the tall trees, you got the, the moss and a the shade. and Yeah. 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 So yeah, we'll uh, we'll come out no no obligation. Give you a free quote and uh, make sure that you're happy with the job when we're done. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things. You know, getting back to where we where we began talking, uh, if you're not thinking of selling your home or preparing your home for sale, that's not to say that you shouldn't get a uh, power washing done because there's nothing there's nothing like uh, pride of ownership. And looking at your home, you know, in the spring and summer, and you invite your friends over, and it's like, oh my goodness! Sure, you in your perfectly manicured lawn, your plants look fantastic. Yes, that, and this, that Ryan, of course, is uh, irrigated yeah. for you, right? And then uh, you know they, they pull up into the the filthy driveway, yeah, you know, with the, the moss all over the back of the house, and it makes no sense to me for you know the little bit of money that it costs to uh, to get it done. Is there any area or anything that you guys cannot uh, power wash or clean? Uh, yeah, we, I had somebody, um, hire me to come in and do their house and, uh, showed up and, and I, it's a stucco home. Mm-hmm. We don't, don't pressure wash, stucco, don't pressure stucco. wash stucco, whatever you do. Yeah. Cause you'll be redoing the, uh, the house. Yeah. Well, that um, is, I've heard that before. So I've heard people want to, uh, power wash stucco, but the problem there of course is stucco is very porous. Right. Oh, sure. And um, you're going to blast it away, and w- what you don't blast away, you're so- you're soaking into the uh, into the lath and plaster. Yeah. So there's there's other types of cleaning that people can uh, can do there. There there are some uh, products out there that uh, can be sprayed on and then rinsed off. Yeah. Um, other things, decks, of course. So wooden decks. Wooden decks. Yeah. Uh, they get slippery over the uh, the winter time, right? Yes, and you'd be amazed at uh, at how the difference between the before and after on the decks. Yeah, yeah. Look, you know, it's it's huge. Yeah, um, we I like to stay off of the roofs. There's uh, uh-huh. there are companies out there that specialize in moss removal for, um, on the on the roof. Yeah. Um, I leave that to them. Yeah, so that's, that's a very delicate process because because uh, you know uh, brushing away uh, the granules in the roof and all that stuff. Brushing them yeah. away. I mean, but but you do things like gutters, right? Absolutely, gutters yeah. and um, uh, exterior. So you can do vinyl exterior, metal exterior. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In fact. Uh, Having sat down here chatting with Ryan before the show, uh, he has a job for us on a vinyl siding uh, house. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, listen, if a listener wants to get in touch with Enviro Gleam, how can they do that? 
Uh, give us a call at 250-413-7418 yep. or shoot us an email at envirogleamvictoria at gmail.com. Well, this is the time for people to start thinking about uh, doing this, both irrigation uh, with Ryan and EnviroGleam. Um, hey, get, get in your house prepared for spring or summer. Thank you all for showing up. Uh, and I will post the information, uh, your guys' information, on the CFAX uh, web, uh, web page. Uh, we'll get you back another time. Great. Thank Great. you very much. Again, and Tony. for the rest of our listeners, we'll be back uh, here for you this time next week.